Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Ukraine was prominent in last year's State of the Union address. This year was very different. This is the State of Ukraine from NPR News. In this year's address, President Biden spent very little time on the war in Ukraine, even though it's the foreign policy issue that has dominated the attention of the White House for the past year. That's a far cry from what happened in last year's State of the Union address. NPR White House correspondent Franco Ordonez reports on why the conflict took a back seat this time around. Madam Speaker, the President of the United States. Last year, when President Biden made his way to Capitol Hill for the State of the Union, it was just six days after Russia invaded Ukraine. Biden spent the first part of that speech zeroing in on one man, Russian President Vladimir Putin. He thought he could roll into Ukraine and the world would roll over. There were long-standing ovations on both sides of the aisle. Instead... He met with a wall of strength he never anticipated or imagined. He met the Ukrainian people. Back then, when Biden looked over the House chamber, most of the lawmakers were waving or wearing the blue and yellow of Ukraine's flag. Tonight, I say to the Russian oligarchs and the corrupt leaders who built billions of dollars off this violent regime, no more. But last night, things were a lot different. Both Biden's message and the reception he received in Congress have changed. This year, it took more than an hour until Biden brought up the war. Putin's invasion has been a test for the ages, a test for America, a test for the world. There was applause, but less of it. One thing was similar to last year. The Ukrainian ambassador was a guest of the president, a signal, Biden said, of the U.S. commitment to her country. Because we're going to stand with you. As long as it takes. It was a reminder of the aid that the U.S. is giving Ukraine, more than $110 billion so far. And Ukraine wants more. That's a sensitive issue, especially among Republicans. Some strategists are worried this could turn into an issue for 2024 elections, particularly in House districts that lean more conservative. Republican strategist Ryan Williams. The key is to make sure that, that it doesn't become a big issue with Republicans, a litmus test issue, if you will, that could endanger incumbents um, who could face conservative primary challengers that may have a difference of opinion. There was another reason Ukraine played a smaller role in Biden's speech this year. The reality is that domestic issues are more important for middle-class voters. And Biden is expected to soon announce a second run for the White House. This is not at the front of the American people's minds the way it was a year ago. Christine Berzinia studies U.S. security cooperation with Europe at the German Marshall Fund. She says that foreign policy is not going to get Biden many votes in 2024. While Americans are still worried about Russia, there's also concern about the cost of ongoing support for the war. So there's a more need to justify continued uh, support for Ukraine, and it's less shocking a year in, and that is just the reality. Biden promises the United States is not going anywhere, and the White House is making plans to mark the one-year anniversary of the invasion later this month. Franco Ordonez, NPR News.
Thanks for listening to The State of Ukraine from NPR News. Please come back to this feed for more on the war and its impacts around the world. This message comes from NPR sponsor Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell and show up exactly the way you want to. Customize your online store to your style. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Lisa. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Visit lisa.com to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com. On Wildcard, the new podcast from NPR, you'll hear people like comedian Jenny Slate reflect on their lives. What is something you think about very differently today than you did 10 years ago? Dressing, like not salad dressing. I've always loved it and I'll never stop. (laughs) Dressing my body. That's all part of the new game show, Wildcard, only from NPR. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.